0: Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast where we talk about how to experience gospel freedom. Romans 6-7 says, For one who has died has been set free from sin. On today's broadcast, Mike Cleveland, founder of Setting Captives Free, shares how you can experience the freedom purchased for us by Jesus Christ at the cross. Hello, everyone. This is Mike Cleveland from Washington State, and I have a privilege and honor today to uh, talk with my brother, uh, one who's been a mentor to me. He may not even know that, but uh, my friend Bill Miller is on the board of directors with us at Setting Captives Free. And Bill, thank you so much for taking your time to come and talk with me today. And how are you
1: doing? Uh, You know... I am doing well, you know, it is well with my soul, you know, in spite of having to be quarantined in spite of, uh, having uh, my father-in-law in in the hospital. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening and yet, uh, there's a peace that surpasses all understanding as I know the Lord is, is with me. And, uh, I'm just confident that all things will work out uh, for my good and uh, for God's honor.
0: You know, that's an amazing way to be because right now we have some words circulating around that we have not heard. I've not heard in my lifetime as far as applying to us, such as worldwide pandemic and uh, Corona apocalypse and, and things like that. And, And they're, they're causing fear in the hearts of people and uh, causing panic. You know, uh, a pandemic starts with pan, is panic. Um, and yet a believer can go through times like this trusting, resting in confident assurance of God's love, of his care, of, of being able to provide all we need at all times. Uh, and and why why can we be confident assured of this? Well, God didn't withhold His Son, but gave Him up for us all. So how will He not therefore give us all things? So the the cross of Christ is our foundation, isn't it, brother?
1: Oh, it is. And you know, and I was uh, as I was thinking about uh, you know what what's my what am I thinking? You know, when I think of pandemic, you know, I think of the Dark Ages and the Black Plague and you know, guys coming along the streets, you know, bring out your dead, bring out your dead. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's the kind of vision that I have, what this world pandemic is doing. And, uh, you know, we have this image that we're all going to die. But uh, one of the things that I, I thought of, you know, what do I do? How do I comfort my heart, you know, during, you know, this type Time and uh, you know the first thing that came to my mind was Psalm 23, and uh, and I think many of us always associate the 23rd Psalm with funerals, you know, because it's almost always uh, there at a funeral. It might be on that little card with the picture of the person on it, and uh, but most of us, I, I think, even many non Christians know of the 23rd psalm and uh and it sounds like you know for me this pandemic is some kind of plague that is covering the world with death but we don't have anything to really fear as christians uh you know let, in fact, let me let me start reading psalms 23 and i want to read it from jesus's perspective uh, jesus read this psalm he grew up as a child knowing psalm 23 and yet as he continued to grow and jesus grew in his relationship with the father he knew that he was heading for the cross and how would jesus read and understand this psalm uh and let let, let me read it as though jesus is reading it if you will my father lord is my jesus's shepherd i shall not want my father makes me to lie down in green pastures my father leads me beside the still waters my father restores my soul my father leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake now let me stop here jesus had complete trust in his father Notice how Jesus was refreshed and his soul was restored as he spent time with the Father. Jesus' path of righteousness led him to the cross for the Father's glory. You know, it, you know and I find that Jesus' relationship with his Father was, you know, as a father and a son. He, he saw his father as a shepherd taking care of his little lamb named Jesus. He was watching over him and uh, was there with him throughout his entire life, even through those last three years of his ministry. Jesus kept his eye on the Father and doing his will and not his own will.
0: That is excellent. I appreciate how you read it from Jesus' perspective because Jesus is the word. He's the living word of which the written word pointed to and so he was fulfilling Psalm 23, as you said uh, throughout his lifetime. Um, this analogy of shepherding is is one that goes all through the scriptures. I think of David, who in uh, I'm sorry um, I think of uh, I'm thinking of Genesis 48, where Jacob calls God the the shepherd who has been with me all my life to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is what all believers know about God the Father, is he leads us. Um, In Psalm 28, David cries out, save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Um, And so as Jesus came and was the embodiment of Psalm 23, uh, he was living this psalm out and praying it back to his father, if I hear you right. Yes,
1: and, and and we need to be praying like that as well. I mean, Jesus kept this psalm perfectly for us. And, and in Christ, we too can pray this psalm with the same confidence that Jesus had.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Uh, it reminds me, too, of Jesus being the Lamb um, as he came, and he... Referred to his father as the shepherd, and I appreciate you bringing that out. Uh, He came to be the lamb to go through the valley of the shadow of death for us, Uh, and now after his resurrection, he's called in John 10 the good shepherd. He says, I'm the good shepherd, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, and that I think is what he's doing in Psalm 23. Uh, Is that what you're leading up to here?
1: Yes, yes. Oh, you're, you're jumping ahead. You're jumping Uh-oh. ahead. <laughs> but, you know, but, but beginning there at verse four, you know, again, let's read it from Jesus' perspective. Yea, though I, Jesus, walk through the valley of the shadow of death as I face the cross, I will fear no evil. For you, my Father, are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, and you know, and as I just stop and and as I think, Jesus went through. You know, we, we we've just come out of the Easter season, and we've been reflecting on the Passion of Christ and how he was tortured and crushed and beat and crucified and stabbed and whipped and I mean we just we we don't have enough words to describe all that he went through and yet he says I will fear no evil you know Jesus knew that he was going to go through that as he was facing the cross but the father was with him up until that point if we go back one psalm Psalm 22, and Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, during this whole time, up until that point, the Father was with him. And then the Father turned his back on him and punished him because of what you and I have done. And uh, But even then, jesus says your rod and your staff they comfort me you know i there was real agony there you know there i mean i'm not minimizing at all what jesus suffered i i don't think we can and i don't know if we ever will know the extent of the suffering that christ did there on the cross i mean all hell was dumped on him, if you will, and uh, and yet he was looking past that. He was looking. I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, because the father was with him all the way up to the very end. You know, and before. he was there at the end, on the other side, there at the tomb. <laughs> you know, when Jesus rose from the grave. You know, yeah, you know, I can see, you know, the father's there <laughs> saying yeah, it's good to see you again. <laughs> you know, it's a, you know, and, uh, you know, and we, we rejoice, you know, that he beca- you know, Jesus became sin on the cross. He took upon himself and I can't comprehend it, all of my sins. And he faced the judgment of the father every single sin i have ever committed that i am committing that i will commit they are all placed upon jesus i cannot comprehend it i know it's true i believe it but i can't comprehend it and yet uh, the father was there with him and for him uh during that whole time and play uh, Jesus yielding to the Father's will, he went to the cross for us.
0: You know, Bill, as you were, were talking there, I, I sensed the, the raw emotion, the, the pathos, the, the passion of the Christ in you um and you know this is what it does to our hearts if if our listeners right now would just simply turn and look at the cross and see the lamb of god who has become sin who who was our substitute going through the valley of the shadow of the of death for us let it wound you let it let it hurt you as you see and recall that it was for your sins that he died. First uh, Peter three eighteen says, "For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God." So, Bill, it wasn't our good works, yeah. not that we had any, but it wasn't anything we did. It was Jesus suffering once for sins, the righteous, holy, and perfect one for the sinful. Ungodly, unrighteous ones, why to bring us to God? He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. Uh, And so we are looking at the cross in 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 this psalm, in Psalm twenty-three, and and seeing Jesus was a human, Bill. He was a man. He was fully God, but he was a man. So you know, as he looked at the valley of the shadow of death. You know, humanly speaking, he would be riddled with anxiety and filled with fear and dread uh, as any human would be. And yet with his unwavering confidence in his father shepherd, he says, I will fear no evil. And Bill, as he lives in you and I, in fact, before we started this recording, you told me you don't have fear uh, in a worldwide pandemic. How can that be?
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's, and there, there's so many fearful people. I, I know my, uh, my father-in-law, he, um, uh, he, he's anxious, you know, he, he's, he's been in, in and out of the hospital. Uh, he was actually in rehab right when this all became evident and, uh, We were unable to go see him uh, in the nursing home. He finally got out of the rehab center and uh, he he went home. Uh, But he, he doesn't venture out. He stays in his house because he's afraid that he might get sick again. You know, I mean, he's had a heart attack and, uh, but he's afraid he might get this virus. And uh, uh, it's, it's sad, you know, and then I wear the masks and, and stuff for him and, Uh, You know, for his comfort. You know, I and I wear my mask. You know, when I'm out in public for other people's comfort, Uh, and I understand that. And uh, but I, but my, but there's no fear. You know, I'm not wearing the mask because I'm afraid I'm going to get something. You know, I wear it to bring peace for others who are are watching. And uh, you know, when the, the as as we continue in the psalm. Uh, there in verse 5, again from Jesus' perspective, my Father prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of my Father forever. Good You know, when I think about that, that's exactly where Jesus is right now, isn't he? He is there at the right hand of the Father forever. And, uh, you know, the Father has had everything prepared, you know, for the, uh, not only for the resurrection, but 40 days later when Jesus ascended into heaven. uh, I bet you there was a party at the other end, (laughs) you know. You know Jesus was coming home you know back to be at the right hand of the Father once again you know and uh and so you know I can- imagine, you know I kind of get this vision of the not a vision vision but you know what I mean <laughs> you know of Jesus entering into heaven, he is anointed with oil. You know, his cup is overflowing, he is there at this banqueting table to be there to dwell in the house of his father forever. I mean, that was a great reception, you know, after the resurrection. And uh, and Jesus had uh, had walked through this valley, he had faced his pandemic, if you will, you know, I mean. This corona 19 is nothing compared to our sins.
0: <laughs> he was overwhelmed with our sins. They were oh, the, sins oh of the whole world placed right on Christ. You know, we're, we're not supposed to, to um, breathe where the coronavirus was or to touch surfaces. Well, our sin was literally placed on Him, He yeah. broke our sins in His body on the tree the the pandemic of sin was all over him you know and and bill one of the wonderful things that i love about this psalm in psalm 23 is because jesus went through this valley for you and i he turned it into he turned death into a shadow for us oh yeah shadow can't hurt you i Uh, like that and for you and i you know if we believe if we believe well, we don't even see death, never ever will a believer even see death. You can see that in John chapter eleven that believers never face death and and, and so our body dies, of course we, we are these bodies were meant to be temporary my, my uh expiration date is is coming up quicker than I'd like, but <laughs> the reality is that because Jesus overcame death he went through the the valley for us he overcame death he rose from the dead he's alive now and so we you and I will never see death so bill it just removed our worst fears ever didn't it the,
1: yes yes and, oh, and and I am so glad that and and Jesus if he fulfilled this song he not only lived it out but there's a sense that he fulfilled it so that because i'm in christ i have fulfilled it as well and i can fulfill it uh so i can apply this and have that same hope and the same help that jesus had going through this psalm and and so uh when I read this psalm for me, I now replace the father with Jesus himself, because as you mentioned earlier, you know, Jesus, Jesus has, he was the lamb. Now he is the good shepherd. You know, he know he knows about a sheep. <laughs> Been there, done that. He bought the t-shirt, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and Jesus knows how to be a good shepherd. And so so when I read this psalm, I let me read it from my perspective. The Lord Jesus is Bill's shepherd and Bill shall not want. He makes Bill to lie down in green pastures and he leads Bill beside the still waters. He restores Bill's soul and he leads Bill in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. And yea, though bill will gonna bill will walk through the valley of the shadow of death bill fears no evil for jesus you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me the lord jesus has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies you anointed my head with oil, my cup overflows, and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will be will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This psalm is now mine because Jesus made it mine by going to the cross.
0: That's exactly right. And... You know, as you were reading, I was thinking that the first thing that we experience, the very first thing when the Lord is our shepherd, it says he makes me lie down in green pastures so that the first thing we experience when we come to the cross and we look up and we see Jesus completely exhausted from all the work that he's done on our behalf, Mm -hmm. we rest.
1: Yes. When,
0: when we hear him cry out with a loud voice, not with a soft voice of defeat, but with a loud voice of victory, it is finished. Amen. Bill, you and I lay down in green pastures. Um, we think of, again, um, Jesus up on the mountainside when he was going to feed the multitude. The first thing he told them is to sit down. And, and then it says, and there was much grass in that place. So he made them sit down, recline, whatever you wanna say, in green pastures. And for a sheep, this meant abundant provision. Um, You know, sheep eat grass. And so they're literally lying down in their meal. Uh, So there's rest, there's provision, there's comfort. And we experience all these, don't we, brother, as we look at the cross?
1: Yes, and I was thinking too, you know, as as you said you know we're to lie down we're to rest you know that is what our walk with the good shepherd is all about we don't work to please the lord we're not working for my salvation i'm not working to make myself righteous no even the psalm says we we lie down we rest And he leads me beside the still waters. I just follow. He restores my soul. You know, there's my salvation. There is my being freed from the bondages of my sin. You know, he restores my soul. And then he he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, I I don't have to do the pathfinding. You know, he's leading me in that path. I just need to follow him. Uh, you know, one of my favorite uh, verses is there in Matthew uh, 28 uh, or Matthew eleven twenty-eight, where Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. You know, when we are yoked up, when we are following the good shepherd, he's the one that leads us and we just need to get into step with him. You know, I'm not working it, you know, I'm just walking it. And there's a difference.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good point. I love that. I'm not working it. I'm walking it. I'm resting it. I'm rejoicing it. Uh, All these things come as we um, turn our eyes upon Jesus, you know, and, and, and we can either look at the pandemic or we can look at the Savior Um, We can either experience fear by looking at our circumstances, or we can put faith in the finished work of Christ. And one makes you and I at peace. Uh, We rest, we're comforted, we're encouraged in our heart, we're built up, we're uh, living in resurrection power, uh, and we do not fear fear. We love because perfect fear, perfect love drives out all fear. Where do we see perfect love when we look at the cross? We see love, love, love hanging for us on a tree, love poured out, love shedding his blood, love giving up his life, breathing his last, giving us his spirit. Love has been crucified and love has risen from the dead. And Bill, you and I now we follow him the rest of our lives because he's captured our hearts.
1: Oh, amen. And and again, there's just uh, this is not a funeral psalm. <laughs> the psalm of life. Amen. <laughs> yeah.
0: In fact, my last verse, I, I I like to read from the Amplified, and uh, it says, "Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life." and I shall dwell forever. Like you said, it's a psalm of life forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. And I love Psalm chapter 45, which talks about, David talks about um, the, the God man. And he says, you love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. He anoints my head, and I will dwell forever in the house of the Lord. Jesus has gone before us. Jesus is with us. Jesus will never leave us. Oh, brother, what a way to face a pandemic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I still practice social uh, distancing when I'm standing in the line at Walmart.
0: (laughs) You and I are on Zoom. As much as we'd love to be together, (laughs) we're on Zoom. Yeah. Well, uh, as you think about somebody right now who might be fearful, afraid, uh, maybe they are concerned, maybe they have a loved one who's fallen ill, or um, or maybe they themselves have got the virus, and they're anxious, and they're fearful. Um, Bill, what, what would you say to them just now?
1: Oh, I would just say, look at Jesus. Look at him. He's been there. He understands, you know, you, you know, in this isolation, there's been a lot of people who've really have felt lonely and, uh, because there's that hunger to have that contact with other people. And, you know, God is saying, I'm here. I have not left you. Uh, I am with you through this whole situation. And you know, when we are becoming fearful, yeah, you know, all I can say is turn to the Lord. He has been there already. He knows and he is able to comfort. There is nothing to fear. He is more than a conqueror, you know, for these things. And yes, there's a lot. I'm not minimizing any of that. Sure, there's unknowns, but I don't have to be afraid because God does know. He knows what's ahead. And if I am walking in step with him, his peace will surpass all understanding. You know, we've, both of us have been through a lot of dark days of depression. And yet, even in those dark times, when my thoughts turn to the Lord, there's a peace. Nothing's changed of the circumstances, but my heart changed and having a peace that came from the Lord. And it was only when I turned to Him, and cried out to him, and he says, I'm here. Trust me.
0: Amen. And, uh, Bill, in just a minute, I'll ask you, if you will, to pray for someone, to pray for those who are hurting, to pray for those who are lonely, to pray for those who are fearful. Um, Let me just mention that at settingcaptivesfree.com, we have a course called freedom from fear and anxiety. It's written by Joss Gordon. She's a uh, a past psychologist uh, and has um, come to faith in Christ. And this writing is amazing and powerful. Uh, And I just want to say, if you're dealing with fear, if you're dealing with anxiety, come and study through this course. Um, and Bill, you and I have seen uh, her writing. I've done, had the privilege of doing some editing, and you have you have as well. And it really is a powerful course. But you know, I just want to say as I, I was listening to you, and I thought about Jesus. Um, you know, he didn't do social distancing. He came <laughs> to where we are, and he caught the virus. Um, he he purposefully came and took it upon himself. So that he could remove it from us, he caught the virus of our sin and he took it and he died under the penalty. If someone's listening and they're fearful, what you have to know first of all is that your sin has been paid for. If you put faith in this message, you have no guilt. Your shame has been removed, your guilt has been removed, the penalty of your sin has been paid, and that actually breaks the power. Of sin, and so that you're able to walk free from it. Um, So there's nothing to fear. You will not be judged. You will not be condemned because Jesus already was in your place instead of you. And now you have received as a believer his righteousness, his holiness. It covers you, it's it's a cloak, a, a coat, a clothing of righteousness the clothing of salvation, uh, and so that will remove eternal fear from you. Uh, yeah. So this temporary fear, this doesn't have any uh, bearing upon us now. We, can, we don't have anything to fear eternally, so whatever happens in the temporary is not a, really a big deal. But Bill, if you would, just as we close now, um, just pray for that person who needs to experience the love that actually drives out all fear and anxiety
1: yes yes Yes. let's pray heavenly father we we thank you for this time that mike and i have had to think and reflect and upon this psalm and lord how it is a psalm of life we pray lord that, uh, that i know there are people that are fearful that because of the unknown uh, they're they're afraid to, that if they get sick that they might die or that, that a friend or a family uh, will become ill oh father I, I pray that our focus would not be on this our focus is not on our circumstances but our focus is on christ oh father help us to see jesus to see him loving us there on the cross taking upon himself all of our sins there is no more guilt there is no more judgment towards us because jesus took upon himself our guilt and our judgment and father in return he placed upon us his righteousness And he has and desires to be our good shepherd. Father, I pray for those that are afraid. Look at the shepherd, follow him. Let Jesus lead you to that green pasture where you can rest in his goodness, rest in his mercy. Let him feed you the joy and the peace. That surpasses all understanding. And Father, that this one who is fearful would look up, see Jesus, and follow him, and to find that there is joy in that fellowship with the Lord. Oh, Father, I I, I pray he would all during this time of death. that we would not be fearful because we know that you are in control. And, Father, that we can rest in you no matter what happens. Father, that we are not fearful because you are watching over us, your children. And, Father, I pray for that one who maybe they don't know Jesus like we have been talking about him. Father, I just pray for that one individual that they would see Jesus hanging on that cross, bleeding, and dying for them. He loved you so much, dear one, that he laid down his life for you. that. Put your faith and trust. This Jesus who died, and then three days later he rose from the dead, paying in full our sins. Put your faith and trust in him and follow him. Find other Christians who love him so that you would encourage one another, oh Father, for the fellowship you have in Christ. And Lord, that as we meet other Christians, that we would be giving them words of encouragement to continue to keep their eyes fixed upon Christ. And Father, that we we meet those that are fearful. Lord, help us to point to Jesus, to point up and to say, look, behold, the Lamb of God who has taken away the sins of the world. Oh, Father, we thank you for the joy that you have given us because we have put our faith and trust in you. We thank you for for filling us with your word, filling us with your Holy Spirit, and that we might encourage one another. Lord, I just pray that you would be uplifted and glorified and that you would use this song to comfort and to encourage the hearts of your people. And we thank you in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free. For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom, please go to settingcaptivesfree.com. Tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free.